Welcome to the Fall Estate. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Uh, the Fall Estate is now on Locals.com. So click the link on lo- uh, in the vi- video description to support our work. And I, I do appreciate it. I have with me Royce and Mersh from the Revenge of the Sis uh, YouTube channel and podcast. Hey, guys, thanks again for coming on. I appreciate it. Oh, of course, man. Are you kidding me? Thanks for having us. Big fans. Yeah. Thank you. Amazing. What is the, uh, what's the revenge of the sis? Well, that was Mersh, so he could tell you. Uh, You know, just a couple years back when um, cancel culture and all the censorship stuff started happening, um, we obviously sort of sensed a a shift, a seismic shift going on and. uh, we had done some projects together in the past and uh, we were both um, equally outraged and angry at the time, but we kind of noticed that there was a trend where the left wing kind of had like a monopoly on being funny and cool. And then the right wing just took themselves way too seriously and were never any fun. They were never fun and they were never cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if we did a show where we kind of, you know, let people know about how we feel and let them know our positions. What if we made a show that made the right wing kind of like fun and cool and silly and like show people that we're not all like complete lunatic Nazis. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of hit a, hit a nerve with it, I guess. Amazing. And so the sis are, so are you calling the left wing sis? We, okay. We're making fun. Okay. So like, you know how they call uh, any, for whatever reason, they started calling anybody who was normal, or as I call it, straight. They were calling them cis males. Oh yeah, and they villainized yeah. us. So right? it was like our N word. We took it back. We took it back. <laughs> took it back. We took yeah. the word back. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're like, it's our revenge now. You have had it long enough, and now it's our revenge. Amazing. So you guys had two separate shows. You were doing individual shows at one time, and you decided to come together for this. No, we've worked. We, him, and I have. Um, we've always done our own thing. We've known each other for like fourteen years. Yeah, we've known each other for fifteen years. So we just we've we've had more. Um, you know, we, we've had so many like failed like little upstart projects and stuff we've <laughs> yeah. done over the years, and little you know, we, we used to do podcasting back when there was like a barrier of entry. So people actually had to go buy equipment and figure things. There was no like OBS. Oh, yeah. There was no like easy little software plugins. It was all like. Oh no! You have to like route wires through your house and buy like, <laughs> you know, like audio cable, like, like a ham radio operator. Yeah, you had to actually destroy your apartment to have a podcast back in the day, and uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So we, but we we this is the thing that we kind of came together on. I think the reason this is done better than our other stuff is because this this sort of I think matters more. I think that more people resonate with it because. We're not, we, we are idiots. We're just two fat idiots making jokes. But I think <laughs> we actually are trying to at least do more with it nowadays than just be too fat. Yeah. We try yeah. to, you know, try to win over, you know, win hearts and minds, as they say. Do you guys ever disagree with each other? Oh, all the time. We want to strangle yeah. each other. Sometimes. Yeah, it's, it, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> it's true. I mean, look, I think, I think, I, I think it's like, as long as like, People are going to disagree, but I think there's certain fundamental things that if people agree with, they're going to be okay. And there's other stuff where you go like, okay, you know, you might disagree on what the speed limit might be, and that's fine, you know. But um, when you, I think there's fundamental things of like us. We're, we're, I think the show came together because we're really big on 
that that old meme it's like a lot of people weren't even political they just wanted a grill and you wouldn't leave them alone so then what happens is you made us political you're like i just wanted to be left alone and you didn't leave me alone so now it's like well now you're gonna hear what i have to say you should have just left me alone and let me have my jokes and stop canceling me because of a tweet from 2008 you know, and yeah. to answer your question of running gag with our audience, and they say it in the chat room all the time is, oh, man, the show's over. The cracks are showing. Yeah. <laughs> and they say it sarcastically because we've had some like blowout fights, but we like behind the scenes. We'll fight on the air. We'll f- we fight like brothers fight. Yeah. There's, basically, it's never like, oh, well, I'm walking away from it. It's just we fight about something we disagree on. I right think on. the biggest fight we ever had was right after the election. This last. Oh, election. yeah. 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 We, I, I came in very grumpy. He came in very grumpy. <laughs> yeah, we true. weren't in a good mood. And we got very pissy with, and it was one of those where we had to apologize. Yeah, afterwards, we're like, we were both very pissy today, but it was a very bad day. Look, a a dementia patient just became the president. Forgive (laughs) us. I I was like, oh great, my stocks and crypto are crashing in two days' time. Well, I used to have a retirement. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Did um, are you guys consider conservative Republicans? uh, I would right wing. Right well, wing. It depends on who you ask. Rightly. The SPLC would tell you we're hardcore white supremacists. Oh, yeah, the SPLC. He's not even white. So. Uh, yeah, I'm Cuban, and they said I'm a hardcore white supremacist, and so is he. So according to the SPLC, we're hardcore white supremacists. But according to, like, really far-right people, we're, we're lefty cucks. I mean, it really depends on who you're asking. But, I mean, I'll put it to you this way. I'm a big proponent of uh, – we both, we both voted for Trump last time, um, but we're a big proponent of – I don't know, man. Freedom to me has always been the number one thing. It's like, bro, leave yeah. me alone. Leave me alone. And yeah. and another thing is like, I don't. I I I'm a big I'm a big person who believes in policing your people. Like I'm Cuban, right? And nobody makes me more mad than loud, annoying Cuban. I get so mad. I'm like, stop it, <laughs> stop it. You're making us all look like a bunch of Scarface idiots. So so I, I I think that's that's really important. But I I think that um for us I would say. Both of us used to be, I would, Marsh would agree, Ron Paul, 2012 libertarians. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's oh, okay. where we're at. But after a while, you start realizing, oh, really, Gary Johnson? Okay, this is ridiculous. You know, and you're like, we got, someone's got to do something. And I think us, like a lot of people, voted for Trump because it was something different. It was something that wasn't the same. Yeah. And not to say he doesn't have his faults because everybody does. And he did, in the end, I think, let us down with the vaccine stuff, in my opinion. But. And he was just calling everybody out for being pedos and murderers. And I was like, which okay, was great. You know what? This which guy's kind great. of based. Yeah. I'm kind of enjoying this. So I didn't know you look white. I, I didn't know you. Yeah, I'm Cuban. I'm, I'm Cuban. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a I'm I'm more of a I'm more of the white Cuban and not so much as we call them the shortstop Cubans, the darker Cubans, the one that play baseball. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's a shapeshifter. I'm a shapeshifter. He's whoever he needs to be at the time. <laughs> So one white and one Cuban. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's why they call you guys those names, because they think you're white. If they knew you were Cuban, they probably wouldn't call you that. Oh, I've had, a, Jess, you're going to love this, because I've heard you talk about this kind of stuff, but there's been times where I've actually said to people that have argued, I'm like, I'm Cuban. Like, we can't blame me white. They go, oh, just because you're Cuban, you think you can't be white? I'm like, I don't <laughs> know. You made the rules, not me. I don't care, you know? Yeah. That's also, right. I think the color matters, Jesse. I mean, I don't know if you've you know seen yourself. You're a black man, and I've heard you be called a white supremacist. <laughs> oh, that's right. all the time. I've yeah. heard. Him, yeah, he's actually a neo-Nazi white supremacist. I'm like, uh, he's, he's a black man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a black Christian man. I, what? What? The, how did how do you guys deal with the people who disagree with you and they criticize you for your uh, your views? How do you handle that? With uh, with with absurd 
comedy. I, I think it's the best way to handle it. I think our tactic lately has been just you, do to them what they do to you and they, they fall apart. I've had people yelling at me and going like, you don't know the plight of a minority. And I go, excuse me, I'm Latinx. And they go, I'm so sorry, sir. I apologize. <laughs> it, Alex Stein is a great example of that. Just go over the edge and be like, this is what the end game of what you're doing is. You see how crazy you look? Yeah, yeah I um, generally speaking, if when it comes to how do I like go about disagreeing with people, I'm sort of like a social mirror. So it's like it's really going to depend on how you're going to go about disagreeing with me. Do you want to sit in a bar, have a couple drinks and have like a nice spirited debate? I love that. That's fine. Yeah. Or yeah. are you going to like call my job and tell them that like, you know, I, I want to all the Jews and like, you know, get yeah, exactly. fired. Well, then we're going to play that game. Then I guess I got to take the gloves off. But if you just want to like, I, I could sit down with somebody and go, well, I disagree. And I think this is how you fix healthcare. Harumph, harumph. And we all have some drinks and we call it a day versus you being like, oh, I just doxed him and told everybody he wants to you know, oh, all the blacks and Jews. And you're like, I never said any of those things. So <laughs> why did you tell my boss? I said those things. Oh, and by the way, yeah. you don't have a bank account now <laughs> yeah, or PayPal. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And also you're on the no fly list. Oh, what? Okay. What a mess. I know. <laughs> so yeah. When did you guys think about, uh, you mentioned Alex Jones and he would just sue for, Almost a billion Almost dollars. Nine hundred and sixty-five million. Wow. What did you think about that? Well, Alex Jones is I would like is, is a good friend of the show. He's done our show like three or four times. Yeah. Really, you know, uh, I I I think that it doesn't matter whether you agree with what he said or not. Was I think the problem is you should be you're allowed to be wrong. You're allowed yeah. to be right. You're allowed mm -hmm. to say whatever you want. You're allowed to do what you want. And it's he, he didn't do he didn't hurt any kids. He said something that by the way. Everybody was fine with until the day he endorsed Trump because he said that stuff before Trump. And the moment he endorsed Trump, it's like, wait a second. Look what he said years ago. We better go after him. Yeah. And they made, they made an example of him. The whole point of the First Amendment is, is to protect horrible things that people say because you should be allowed to say them. And they made an example of him. And what happens with Alex Jones is what happens all the time where they go, but it's just him. And then before you know it, it's everybody. Oh, we don't like what you said. Oh, you're the reason. Oh, wait, somebody killed themselves because you said something transphobic. Guess what? Here's a billion dollars. Yeah. And to all you idiots out there on Twitter with your little Ukraine flags and your little syringe uh, emojis <laughs> and your, your names uh, that are celebrating this and going, yeah, bankrupt them. Yeah. Wipe them out into oblivion. You do realize you're all wannabe podcasters, too. It's just nobody listens to your crap. And you do understand that they're opening up a door now where this could happen to anyone with a with yeah. basically with a crappy take. So now it's going to be, oh, Jesse Lee Peterson, he had a crappy take Thursday. I guess we'll hit him for a billion dollars. And it's like, yeah, why? Because I was wrong on a Thursday? Like, really? And also, how come J.P. Morgan never shut down Jeffrey Epstein's bank account? That's what I want to know. Like, <laughs> these are the things that you start questioning. You're like, Kanye says something that people don't like, and they just shut down. They shut down his bank account. And. Jeffrey Epstein was a convicted pedophile. And not only did J.P. Morgan keep him on, they extended him a bigger line of credit. And yes. it's like, okay. So the game is obviously rigged. If It's who you know, and that's it. He's like, I yeah. need to build another temple on my island that looks like the set on the Ellen DeGeneres yeah. show. And uh, yeah. I need to worship another. I need, money. I need to sacrifice another baby to Moloch. Can you front me, <laughs> J.P. Morgan? What a mess. Yeah. What um, um there is an attack upon men, especially Chris. Are you guys Christian men? I would consider myself Christian. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't consider myself like the world's greatest Christian, but I 
definitely consider myself Christian. I went of the, course. I'm I'm Cuban, so of course I went to Christian school my whole life. Cuban people are very religious, very family yeah. oriented, very religion. I went up to the ninth ninth grade. Uh, but I will agree with Mersh. I'm probably not the best Christian. They've been pushing me closer back to the church. That's the truth. They that is true. Pushing that's me more and more towards point. the church. Where yeah. you find yourself going like, wait a second. They were, you know, white Christians are the only people that you are allowed to say anything about. And anything. Get away. Period. Yeah. Yeah. You could say anything. But now they have a problem because those, those in Dearborn, Michigan, a bunch of Muslims just showed up to just showed up to the, to the school board meeting and said, hey, we don't like this either. You're trying to turn our kids gay and all this trans stuff. But nobody's saying anything about them because they're a protected class. They're allowed to have objections. Yeah, everyone. Now, all the people who can't speak up today are white people in their own country. Yep. They cannot speak up. They can if they would, but they won't free, speak up afraid of losing something. No, you're right. And, and, and then it's what happens to us. Then you end up going like, thank God there's rumble because you're not going to last where they don't want you to be. You know, yeah. they'll yeah, kick you up. They did it to Andrew Tate. They did it to Russell Brand. They'll do it to anybody. Like at the end of the day, they'll tell you like, well, freedom of speech doesn't doesn't mean every private company. But then you're like, OK, but like J.P. Morgan's a private company. They could do what they want. But we bailed them out for twelve billion dollars. So, no, they're my company now. I gave them twelve billion dollars. You know, I, you I, got- I go with the rule of thumb of if it's a private, you got to have a chart in front of you at all times, like a flow chart. And you got to figure <laughs> out like. Is this is a private company allowed to do what it wants or is it not? And the main question yeah. is, does Elon Musk own it? Yes, if he doesn't. It. <laughs> then it's allowed to do whatever it wants. If he purchases that company, it's no longer it allowed to do, do whatever, whatever he wants. Then it's fascism. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. You you said that you disagree with something. Uh, some of the things about the great white hope, Donald Trump. Yeah. Can you give me an example of something you disagree with? Uh, I, I he, think he let me down. I think he I think that he pushed the va- the vaccine is my biggest point of contention. I think he he pushed the vaccine really hard and he said things were like, we're going to send the National Guard to give it to people. And he also had the opportunity to fire Fauci and he didn't. And he could have pardons were a mess. At yeah, the end. his pardons were. It was like I had already been so let down by him and already felt like, you know, it's like that scene in Game of Thrones when everybody takes turns stabbing Jon Snow. And then the last one was like, all right, I'm not pardoning Julian Assange or Edward Snowden, but I'll pardon Kodak Black and Lil Wayne. And that was like the little kid Ollie stabbing you in the heart. Like that was just the last stab where I was like. Wow, really? We're doing that? Okay. I, 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 I do think one of, one of my things that, that, that kind of did bug me a little bit was when he would be like, oh, I have the lowest black unemployment. No, no, I don't care. I just want unemployment. You don't have to specify who's yeah. unemployment. Unemployment's unemployment. But I do agree. It's like Kodak Black filmed himself in the act, in a sexual act with a underage girl. Yeah. And like, you know, let's pardon him, right? But Julian Assange, let's let him rot in prison. So I think, I think for me, it, it had to do more with, and, and you know, people say it's because he didn't know or this and that. And I think that, Kind of, he would. Some of the people that that he put in the cabinet when he wanted to drain the swamp were like John Bolton, who's Mister Swamp, like stuff like that. And then at the end of the day, look, people make mistakes. Look, being president's not easy. Nobody's right. That's like a job that like only forty five people have ever done. You know, like that's not. You can't talk to many other people that and have done Ron it. And Ron DeSantis in two years. And Ron DeSantis in two years. No, <laughs> there was forty. If there was a choice between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. You guys would go with Ron? Just well, yeah, because we're in Florida, so we've seen firsthand 
the good that he's done. And you, look, you, here's you the thing. You can't have him yet, though. We got him for two more years. Yeah, we got him for two more years. You can have our toys later when we're done with them. But here's the thing, Jesse. Ron DeSantis, this is why I think people need to know the state government can be more powerful than federal government if used properly. Ron DeSantis is the reason that we don't wear masks on airplanes anymore because he sued. He sued. He sued the Biden administration. He goes, you can't do this. And then they had then he won and then masks were off the plane. He also told them, hey, by the way, the is killing people my surgeon general says so do something about it and and at least it's at least for us here look we don't have income tax which is wonderful obviously everybody wants to move here um and you know at least for me florida's a pretty free state in terms of do what you want we only wore masks in florida and merced for two weeks and after that ron is like we're done we're done with this Mm -hmm. we're finished this is america after all out of the two I mean, DeSantis is amazing. Me. Yeah. He's like Rand Paul if he was taller, more handsome, and anybody took him seriously. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like, a, wow, well, what if we went a Rand Paul, but people actually took him seriously around the office? Like, <laughs> we have one, and his name's Ron DeSantis. Yeah. When Donald Trump was in office, um, he has so many people against him, the media, the Democratic Party, mm. the right-o Republicans, and the Neville Trumpers and some of the people who were working with yeah, him. People he surrounded himself with. Yeah, yeah, so it made it very difficult for him. Um, mm-hmm. My concern is there are a lot of rhinos that Ford uh, uh, Ron DeSantis is running for president. And I'm wondering if they want him to run because he's weaker than Donald Trump. No, I think they want, I, I think with what I've been seeing, and this is my opinion, is They've been trying to pit Ron and Ron DeSantis and Trump against each other because they figure they'll split the base. Right. That's what they want. They don't they don't want any one of them to be powerful. It's I think they that all the articles you've seen is like Ron DeSantis is secretly talking about Trump. And look, at the end of the day, I believe that if if Trump runs, DeSantis won't run. I believe that he will not run. I think because he knows that he's young. Yeah. He can wait. Yeah, he could wait. I think if he also knows Trump, it's going to be a goddamn circus if yeah. he runs in that. Tr- like, I think yeah. he just doesn't want the Trump stink on him. Yeah. I think he's like, dude, I'm running a squeaky clean brand right now, and everybody loves me right now. So, <laughs> I, and, and, and I'm sitting this one out, buddy. You go ahead and just start lobbing hand grenades and turning it into a three ring circus. I got four years. I'll go hang out with my wife in Fort Myers. But, but I, that's what I think. I think that the smart move would be for him not to run if Trump won't run. So he'll be like, no, I could wait. Why not? I, I'm him. I wait. Like, you know, go. You're a rock star in Florida. Do what you got to do, and then um, because at the end of the day, look, a lot of DeSantis voters are Trump voters, and vice versa. So why would you do that? Like, the, the last thing you want is another Bernie Sanders situation, like the DNC had, where they had to basically block him out because yeah. they didn't like the guy. You know? Yeah. Well, I know that he's doing an amazing job in Florida, but it's a little more difficult to run a country mm-hmm. than it is to run a state. Yeah, oh, yeah but, that, but Florida is not a state. Have you ever been to Florida? I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's, I have it, been, yeah. It's not. This is a weird state to run. <laughs> Everybody here has like four guns on them. Everybody here is drunk. It's a pretty wild no, state is, to try it to is, control. It is. It's so funny. It's, it's funny. good practice to be president. If, if you go if you go to South Florida, you're basically in Cuba. But if you go to Middle Florida, you're in the South, like South, like Hillbilly South. And you oh, go to yeah. So it's like three different states mm-hmm. in one. But look, I agree, man. Running Running a state, of course, is not the same. As as running a country, that one hundred percent is true. But at the end of the day, like we said, you know, 
not only 45 people, 46 people have done it. So, you know, they have to come from somewhere. To be right? fair, one of those people is Joe Biden, though. So it can't be that oh, hard. God. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I mean, one of them is literally. I know. I think that Obama is telling is really running this country. I it really feel like Obama is running it because it feel like what he started while he was in there. Right. And mm-hmm. it just seemed to be a continuation of that. Yeah, it's almost like he's that martial arts master in that movie. Mm-hmm. And he's like the guy that's like, they're talking about Biden. He's like, we trained him wrong on purpose as yeah. a joke. <laughs> that's a joke, yeah. <laughs> it's like Obama's giving him bad advice on purpose and he just thinks it's hilarious. Uh, Joe, I want you to go to war with Russia. And he's like, <laughs> all right, boss. And he's just like, oh my God, he's going to do it. He's going to go to war with Russia. But Jesse, it's funny because we've talked, we've been talking about this. It's like, look at Fetterman, look at Biden. The DNC wants brain dead people because. They're, they're, they could control them. They'll do whatever they say. They'll follow whatever they say. And they'll, and that's it. You know, it's easier to control somebody who's not all there than to control somebody who'll fight for themselves. Right. I mean, if you don't believe me, ask JFK. I want, I want Fetterman to win just for the sake of our show. Cause we're a comedy show. <laughs> and I've been saying for the, like for like, the, the last three months, I'm like, guys, please vote for Fetterman just for the sake of our show. He's the best. He's like a stroke victim who literally wears hoodies. And then he goes in front of these people and they're all cheering. And he's like, Today, Governor Manchin, baby duck, uh, <laughs> parking. And they're like, what? And everybody's like, yes, get him. And you're like, he's just saying words. <laughs> yeah, it's I, amazing. It, it sounds like he's yeah. playing a game of passcode or something. Yeah. What a mess. Um, yeah. Are you concerned that if uh, DeSantis should run for president and somebody else become uh, governor down there, will they be as strong as the center or would Florida go liberal? Um, the only person right now that I would say that I, at least currently, maybe Matt Gates, I would say would be a good, uh, I know, but think about it. Who else do you have? That's right. the problem. That's why we're scared. I mean, he's got to groom somebody. He's going to have to get like yeah. a Lieutenant governor. He's going to have to get somebody that he can groom to be like his, his next dude. Maybe, and just maybe go, his surgeon general. That guy's pretty big. I like him. Yeah, his surgeon general went on there and was like, look, this this is killing people. And and they took his tweet down and they took his the surgeon general of Florida. And they were like, look, his tweet down. He's like, you and want that, us to trust the science. That black guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he seems kind of weak, though. No, think- man. He's been coming out literally. Like he just said, he just got in trouble on Twitter for being like giving people heart attacks. Like, yeah, I, I, saw him, I saw him that. talking about it, but. I don't know his personality, and I may be wrong. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. I do agree with you. That's a good point, Jesse. He's he's a little too mild mannered. Yeah, I guess. yeah. I think you need that when you're dealing with like science and doctors and stuff. Yeah, but I not a governor. You can't be that way. I don't think. Well, not as a governor. Yeah, yeah but I mean, as far as right, far can't COVID be stuff, he's he's not uh he's not like you don't want somebody like screaming like Alex Jones about a vaccine because it doesn't sound. <laughs> That's as, a good. Point. You know what I mean? You want a calm black guy that went to Harvard who's like, no, I'm telling you, it gives me. But he heart. reminds me, and I don't know the man at all, so I can be totally right. wrong. But he reminds me of a black guy that was raised by a mean black mama. And, <laughs> and, and she didn't let him speak up while growing up. Like, you don't talk to parents, like, to adults like that. He seemed to be a little afraid to really go, let go it get, out. 
Go get the switch. Go yeah, get the right. switch. Outside. Yeah, He's a kid yeah. that got smacked in the back of the neck every time he forgot to say "sir" or "ma'am." Right. <laughs> yes, sir. My my <laughs> grand my sorry. grandma did make me go out and pick the stick that she hit me with. It was so funny. Yeah. I was like, I learned though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my grandmother made me do that. Made me do. Uh, made me do that at times as well. Yeah. <laughs> um. What's wrong with the blacks? Well, I'll tell you what, Jesse. I'll I'll tell you what, Jesse. On my fantasy team, a lot. Okay, they're all getting injured. My answer to that, sir, is how much time do you got? (laughs) Where do you want to start? 1492? I'm kidding. I was told we had an hour. (laughs) They're like angry, out of control. Uh, They don't think as individuals. Uh, you know, enough is never enough. They seem to hate everything that's good. And not all, not all, not all, but most. And they hate the white man. They call the white man a white supremacist. And so they believe that the white man is superior to them. What's wrong with the blacks and how can we turn it around? I think it's funny, Jesse, because if you talk to, and, and we talk, mentioned it today, if you talk to foreign black people that, that moved here from a foreign country, They've told me, like, we're not them. We're not American. Yeah. Like, and, and, and it's true. It's a real thing. Like, I had a Jamaican neighbor when I was younger, and, I w- and, and he would always go, I'm not African-American. I'm Jamaican. I work hard. Yeah. I came here to work hard. And, I'm, and he, he was always like, do not compare me. I'm not that. And that's one of those things that nobody ever mentions, right? Nobody ever mentioned that there's a big divide of people like, don't compare me to that. And it's, it's so funny. Um, why do I think that happens? Because I think – it's easier to if, if you keep people needing needing the government. Yeah, it's it, look, look, it's easy. Look, and not only that, it, to me, it blows my mind because they're even telling them, hey, hey, blacks, you're too stupid to get an ID and vote. And they're go And a lot of them are going, you're right. We are. I know. And I'm amazing. Like, Why are you doing that? Yeah, absolutely. I don't even think necessary. I mean, yeah, I think black people you know, disproportionately do have uh, a lot of problems in their community, but I, I don't even, I, I could take you to Pasco County, Jesse, and show you, you know, the whitest County in Florida and show you just, just as many horrendous problems and just as much. Like, I honestly just think that this generation has a problem in terms of just being not, it's, it's nihilism. It's whites, blacks, everybody that's just poor and doesn't have any like spiritual hope beyond this world. And there's no dads, there's no families yeah. anymore. There's no like it's just it's nihilism and it's just cultural rot. Um, I think that um, uh, the black community has um, been much more um, expressive about that's the cultural rot that's going on in their communities <laughs> than uh, other groups, but especially the Asian guys' faces in New York. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you don't take your iPhone out on a subway, but um, I, it's not like you can go to Dayton, Ohio, and you can go to you know these. There's all cities all over America where it's a lot of white people that are just garbage too. And I just think it's cultural rot. I think there's no dads. Nobody goes to church. Nobody gives a shit, and everybody's just you know just waiting for the next dose of fentanyl. <laughs> I noticed that. Whenever I do ask about the blacks, what's wrong with the blacks? Uh, the whites always would mention what whites are doing too. They just don't focus on the question about the blacks. Why is that happening that way? Right? Because if you can go to the doctor and your right arm is broken, you're not going to say, hey, doc, my right arm broken, but my left arm too. And it's not, yeah. right? Why do you have to mention how bad the whites are in order to just deal with the blacks? 
Well, in my opinion, and I'm coming like, since you said I look white, but I'm Cuban, I'm what you call like a day walker, so I can live in both worlds. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this, this is funny. I think, Jesse, it's really simple. We've, being, being a victim or, or being, or being a, was something that people used to have shame in, you know? Right. And now we're incentivizing being a victim, right? Oh my God, black people are victims. BLM needs to buy a new mansion because of it. Or the same thing with LGBTQ, any victim group, the moment that it becomes monetized, it does that. And then guess what? The reason that you have to say that is because what will happen is we don't care because we don't care. But what happens is, is that then somebody will clip just a segment of the interview and be like, look at that. These guys don't like black people. You have to, in my opinion, you have to degrade your making. It's a humiliation ritual. Merce talks about it a lot. It's a humiliation ritual. We've gotten to the point where we can't open. We can't talk frankly or honestly about anything we can't you're well, not allowed to do a law with that though like when i was oh. asked about the blast now merch mentioned the white people too why well, go I don't, along I don't, with that i i didn't necessarily feel like i was doing that to like oh you know it's the whites too i wasn't trying to like you know do what aboutism i'm just saying that i don't generally think that like the, the like black people are any more screwed up than whites are in this country nowadays i just think that culturally we're seeing more black people on tv the pushing more of that shit and yeah you see a lot of videos of you know spirit airlines terminals and a lot of fights going on i get it but i also live in i also live in florida and i see a lot of pasco county white people slamming fence and you know stealing cars and driving into school buses so i'm just saying i i do think that we like i've i grew up in new york i don't look at America through like a racial lens because I always grew up in a very mixed neighborhood. And uh, before Obama, we didn't have all this weird divis divisive stuff yeah. going on. Like yeah. it just wasn't that way. So I don't look at it through that lens. I've always looked at it. Like I've never been like, man, the blacks in this town sure are messed up. I've always looked at it as like, wow, this town sucks. Like, and everybody this in this town kind of sucks because of the blacks. Got and, it. You know, they're not helping. <laughs> I'm not saying, look, they're not helping. They're not helping. I agree. Let, let, Jesse, let me tell you a joke, a joke that's a Hispanic joke, but it's still very funny. And Cubans and Puerto Ricans have this really weird rivalry, probably because they stole our flag. And um, this, my <laughs> grandfather always just tell me this joke, and I think you'll appreciate it. What are the blacks good for? What, what, wait, what are the Puerto Ricans good for? To move in when the blacks move out. And that's always been a fun, it's always Jeez. been, no, it's true though. It's a joke that was really said. <laughs> no, and my, look, listen, here's the thing, man. Back in the day, everyone goes like, oh, man, you're the older generation was so racist. You're right. But we got along. And that's the thing that yeah. I, I think No, they might have been more racist. And maybe that's true. But that's not true. I think people are more racist now. But that's the story they tell you. But say what you want. But people got along and nobody mattered. Look, when I was a kid, I remember my neighbor might have been a Democrat and maybe we busted our balls once in a while. But it, it wasn't our whole personality. Right. It was like, hey, we're neighbors, whatever. You voted for this guy. Well, who cares? But at the end of the day, we need police to keep the street safe. Everybody should. Uh, people shouldn't have to worry walking down the street. And look, and the truth of the matter is to answer your question again, Jesse, the reason that it doesn't get that we can't that people aren't talking about it is because the moment that if the moment that. Mersh were to go online. Hey, did you know that black 13% of the population makes up 60% of the, they'll delete your Twitter account. They'll delete your YouTube account, your and bank account, their, your bank account, <laughs> your, your, your PayPal. And, and I think the problem, and it works because they unperson you. I think people become scared because you get unperson. I mean, look what happened. Look what happened to Kanye. I mean, that's a great example of somebody, whether you agree what he said or not, 
He's not allowed to be an American with a bank account? Yeah, I was surprised by that. Um, But it is true that black, not all, not all, not all, but most are committing most of the violent crime. They have a higher rate of committing violent crime than the whites or any other race. Correct. I mean, 100 percent. That's a that's a statistical. Right. Yeah. And people, people don't want to. And by the way, here's the thing. If it was white people, it would be on the news every white people, yeah. white people aren't doing it. And they're still they're still saying white supremacy is the greatest threat this country faces. No, it's not. Right. And it's a it's this lie that they're perpetuating. Remember, at the very beginning, when when Asian people were getting punched in New York during covid, the first stories coming out were like white supremacy in New York because of Trump saying the China, the China virus. Right. And then when the video started coming out, it literally was black guy after black guy after black guy punching Asian guy and even punching Rick Moranis. <laughs> and, and, and you're like. Well, wait a second. Yeah, they had to back off that. Remember and then that? They, like, said, they went hard with the like and Asian hate and white supremacy. Oh, and yeah. Trending for about three days. Yeah. And then video after video after video came back and they just walked it back and they were like, just, you know, just just everyone be nice to Asians, please. <laughs> like they stopped with the <laughs> and, white supremacy because it was like, I can't find a single video of a white guy beating up an Asian. They always just nodded each other politely on a train. You yeah. Know? Absolutely, and it's always a black dude comes on, wham, and just takes an iPhone and runs, and it's always like mm, another and, white supremacist. And you're right in that the blacks from foreign countries that come here, they don't get along with the blacks that lives here already. The American blacks, uh, no, they're, because they're the American the blacks are jealous of them. They come, they do well, and so the American blacks get mad. Oh, you think you're better than we are? And you think you're this, you think you're not black and all that kind of stuff. So they really don't get along. Rather than the blacks learning from them, they run them out of the communities as well. Yeah, they tell they tell African blacks like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. You're just, you know, you think we're jealous of you. You think you're better than us. And they're like, oh, I am. I am. And then I am. I'm going, I'm going to college right now and I have three jobs. I'm, I'm better than there, you. There's something about there's something <laughs> I about speak better English than you. And I wasn't even born here. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's something about the United States and Canada where we suffer from something other countries don't suffer from. We have this shame. Self-loathing. Like, self, self-loathing. And I don't know why yeah. we became this way. Like, yeah. we, 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 we shame ourselves. We degrade ourselves. Look at China. Go tell China your race. will be like, yeah, we know. And that's it. They don't apologize for it. They go, we are. Right. And get, what are you going to do about it? We're going to, we're going to own the world because you guys are over there fighting because that, that, that guy was only half black and he should have been full black in the movie and fighting about, you know, oh, the little, we're going to turn every Disney princess into a, into a black chick now while China's over there building an army and destroying us because we're fighting over such dumb stuff. It's modern, <laughs> modern psychiatry did it to us. Yeah. Well, that's a mess. Neurotic, self-hating, like just self-loathing. Like it, it's modern psychiatry. Yeah, it's time to overcome that. The, the minute Freud showed up and started telling oh. everybody that they wanted to bang their moms, yeah. All of a sudden, everybody's like, "Man, maybe my whiteness does make me evil. Maybe I should kill myself with fentanyl." And you're like, "What are you doing? Stop! Yeah. Stop listening to him. You don't have to go to therapy. It's stupid. Just go to church." White people were told they were not allowed to have pride while everybody else was, and right. I think that's a big. That's why everyone's just so shamed. I know it's a mess. Um, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? Like in what? In man, wow! You you asked. That's a good question. I threw you uh, off with that too. I, I threw yeah. Royce off with the uh, baby. Don't hurt me. 
I think I think uh, I mean love is really really not tangible but for me in terms of putting it in words but I, I could describe it like you know the way you you love your parents the, the caring of doing anything uh for for uh for for another for another person whether it be you know a wife or or kids or or so or someone you love or 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 caring about something when you don't benefit from it is my opinion of love caring about something where you where you where you care about that thing even if it brings you in the end may not bring you anything anything uh anything you know greedy or selfish out of it what do you say Mark? Uh, I would say that, um, uh, well, touching on what I said earlier about how nihilism is sort of, you know, rotting away the the cultural, you know, our culture and everything. I would say that uh, love is anything that occupies uh, that space uh, in place of nihilism. So, you know, it's just something that you can replace the nihilism with. Uh, I think love is something that can be a fuel that makes you actually give a shit and pick up litter and, you know, clean up your community and like wake up and actually like want to have a good day and want other people to do well and not be bitter and, you know, entitled and angry. So I just think it's literally the opposite of nihilism. I think the Bible does a really good job of love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Yeah. Love does not boast. Love is not proud. Love is not rude. Love is something that you can't explain, but you know it when you see it. Oh, I think man. that's the best way to describe it. Do you guys love white people? I mean, I, I love, I love in my, in me. Okay. Well, let's be realistic. Nowadays, I hate most people, yeah. but in general, <laughs> in general, I mean, I love people. Like I don't saying I love that whole, like, do you love white people? And a lot of people would probably be like, I love all people. No, I do love white people. I, white lives do matter. And, and anybody who says white lives don't matter is a liar and a race baiter and a grifter. I do love white people. And at the end of the day, people can complain and say whatever they want. But look, man, it hurts to say it. But the truth of the matter is to some people it hurts. White people created modern civilization. Yeah. I understand people could yeah. yell this and that, but would you rather be stretching a lion skin in Africa and shitting in a hole in the floor or having modern plumbing? You that's know why what everybody's trying to come here. Uh, yeah. Murphy, do you love know white hate, people? It's ironic to hate white people while taking a hot shower. I will say that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I do love white people. I, like, like he said, look, I, I will say this. I hate groups of people. I, I don't actually hate people. I, I can really get along with anybody. I love white people. I like black people. I like individuals. It's when people start getting in a group of three or more that I start to have an issue. When everybody starts like, you know, coming up with slogans and they're all chanting the same thing. That's when I start to go, okay, I don't, I don't like this. This is kind of stupid now. Everybody's wearing the same t-shirt. So yeah, I love white people, but I like black people too. I guess I like my about white people? burrito you Latina white girls. People? You love white people. You love white people? Yeah, of course. I'm white. Why wouldn't I love white people? Would I want them to go away? Trust me, Mercer's very narcissistic. He loves white people. Yeah. <laughs> Especially himself. Mm -hmm. What is a man? Uh, biologically, XY chromosome? Are we talking about in, what's a man? Are we talking birthing people? <laughs> I, I think, I think, I mean, I don't know. You, you go first, Marsh. You get this one first. Uh, I get copy your homework. A man to me is somebody who uh, takes care of his responsibilities mm -hmm. and uh, takes care of the people he loves and doesn't fuck people over and is honest. And that to me is the definition of a man. A man is somebody who uh, tries to take care of his people around him and make the world uh, not as messed up of a place as he has when he got there. Mm-hmm. That's what I think a man is. And what, uh, and what do you say? A provider. I, I think I think I go back to the go hunting, 
bring food, protect, protect, protect your, protect your family or, or protect your tribe as or it were, your neck, or really. protect your neck. But no, you, you, you know, you, you, you're a provider, uh, you protect your family, you take care of them at all costs, even if it means sacrificing yourself. Amazing. And so did both of you forgive your mothers for imposing their wills on you? Oh, man, that's a good one. Um, okay, so the thing is, I'm Cuban, so my mother imposing her will is either slapping at me or throwing a sandal at me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because I got good at dodging. No, look, here's the other thing about being a parent, right? I'm, 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 I'm the oldest son, right? Being a parent's a lot like being a president sometimes. It's like you don't know what it's like until you are one, right? So, you know, you, you, I think a lot of people should be like everyone becoming a parent the first time goes into it, not really knowing what they're doing. Right. I guess mistakes were made or this and that, yeah. but I never really, I never really felt the need um, to forgive my mom because I don't think she ever really imposed both her will. Don't get me wrong. She was a good role model. She's a very hardworking person, but I think my values in terms of being a man pretty much came more from my dad or my grandfather too. So while raising you, your mother did nothing that would irritate you. Or oh you, no, of course she did. You, I mean, look. Oh, you wish you would stop, or you oh, know. of course. Look, we're human beings, right? Yeah. But then a, t- a lot of the times you look back, and yeah, you you know you you look back with rose colored glasses, and it's kind of hard, you know, to see. But at the end of the day, you you know, humans are fallible, so people mess up. Yeah, ma'am, of course. My mom did stuff that was annoying. She nagged me sometimes, but at the end of the day, and did you, you know, forgive her for that? Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. I mean, did you I, tell I, her I, that. I have absolutely told my mom at least twice that I understand that I might not have been the easiest person to deal with and that I believe she did a really good job considering that she raised us and was going to school at the same time. So I, 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 I think I have. And, and so you have told her, I'm sorry for resenting you for the mistake you made with me. I don't think I used that, that exact phrasing. I can't say that I used that phrasing. What would but. happen if you did? Knowing my mom, yeah, my my parents are more of like you don't. Ha- my mom would say you don't have to. We, you, you'd be like, why are you even bringing this up? I wouldn't. Even, that's probably what would happen. But I, would she get mad at me? Probably not. She would ask me, why are you asking this? And I go, well, one of my favorite podcast hosts, Jesse Lee Peters, told me to ask. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I'm going to do, Jesse? I'm going to do that now because the, of you. The man asked me to do it. I respect the man. And I respect so, this you know man. What? I did what I did. What he is? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly had I've I've already gone through all that with my mom just because she passed away like 15 years ago. So, uh, and so you I, had I was, that conversation with her before. Yeah, she I, was with her, I was with her towards the end. I was helping to take care of her and stuff. So we had a lot of, uh, you know, end of life chats uh, about that kind of stuff. So we got very philosophical towards the end. So and, and are you close to your father? No, no, he's he's gone, too. Oh, so. he's gone, too. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a rolling stone. Amazing. Um, I, yeah, Mer- Mersh, Mersh should be black. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Irish. It's close enough. Close enough. <laughs> Why are most women so angry and out of control today? Because men allow them. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, men, that, that, that to me, I know that, that that's one of those reactions I can tell you because men have not only allowed it, but encouraged it. And as you say, a lot of men are betas yeah and 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 that that is that is that is a the whole soy boy thing and i know what to mean but it is true men allow women back in the day you'll be like 
quiet down. Yeah. We're in public. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, back in the day, they did what you said because you were just bigger and more powerful. Exactly. <laughs> but no, also, I think the other side of it is the court system, the family court system, the criminal court system, uh, the welfare system, the food stamps, the all the single mom production st- stuff that we have in our government, all that, all those safety nets also create a system where men have no power. I mean, what are you going to do if you're married and you have a wife and she decides that your son is now your daughter and mm-hmm. you want to go file an injunction in court, you're going to get fired from your job for being a bigot. They're going to take your kid from you. You're going to get no visitation. They're cutting that kid's penis off. It's over. Like there's no court system that's going to side with the dad and go, no, yeah, you're being reasonable and not wanting to mutilate your child. No, they go after you. Uh, same thing. And I've noticed trend like uh, I'm a big true crime guy. And uh, I, I, I'm always one of those people when I see a, a crime story, a lot of people never really care about the sentencing part. They're like, oh, they caught him good. And then they just kind of I'm always curious about what was the sentence? Like, I always love looking, looking at sentencing. And I've seen so many stories where a guy and a girl commit the same crime. They go do an armed robbery. They shoot a guy. Yeah. And then when the trial comes, whatever, it's always. And even if they both go to trial, the guy will get life in prison, no parole. And the woman will always get like 35 years. And yeah. Like, well, why? Why, yeah. Is, why do they always get a little bit less? Yeah, it's not I've seen too. Yeah, so it's it's the whole system stacked. They want to create single moms. They want yes. they want to drive down labor costs. They yep. want to have an overflooded workforce. Mm-hmm. They want like they they want this. This is what they want. They want you watching She-Hulk and eating soy and and just taking hormones that aren't made for you. Yes. <laughs> and they want you eating poison and they just want you to take your jab and die. But I think that's funny because you know t- a lot of times you, you you listen to like to the Tariq Nasheed and you go like, "Man, they're buck breaking us." Hey, stupid, they're buck breaking all of us, not just black people. Mm -hmm. They're buck breaking all of us. And that's the truth. The the truth of the matter is it's 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 the moment you say anything or do anything. Women have accused accuse you of rape. And that's it. And even if you didn't do it, even if they have no proof, that's it. Your, Your reputation, you'll always be the guy that women will go. I believe all women again. Women are this way because we allowed them to vote. Yeah. I mean, I, be, I, I mean that for real, because <laughs> what, exactly one year after women were allowed to vote, they started banning alcohol and banning fun and banning, banning guys clubs. And I was like, oh, great. So wonderful. And at the end of the day, and I say this because it terrifies me, women are going to be the reason Gavin Newsom becomes the president, because these women, this, the, the, the Bill Clinton effect, mm-hmm. they taught they fall for these for these smooth talking slick back hair mm-hmm. California <laughs> douchebags. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. It's going to be Clinton again. And people go, why? Everybody hated him. I go, no, women didn't. Yeah. Yeah, why did you vote for him? Because he's cute. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for ruining the country. I saw a report that when um, the Supreme Court handed back to the states the abortion issue, mm-hmm. that more and more women are registering now to vote because they support abortion. Yeah, and they want, want the Supreme Court to take it back. Where do you guys stand on abortion? I'm pro-life. I've, I'm, 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 I've always been pro-life, but uh, I think that's something to me that was instilled in me at a young age culturally. Yeah. You know, Hispanics for them, a, a lot of people go, oh, Hispanics are Democrat. But if you really break it down, they, they're way more conservative with family, right. church, religion. Yeah. They try to tell you they're not, but that's the truth. That's why so many Hispanics are now voting Republican because of it. But um, I, I, I think that um, I think that it's it's something else that 
they when Obama had the had the House and Congress, he could have made he could have codified Roe v. Wade and made it the law of the land. But he didn't. No yeah. Democrat, because that's the dirty secret. They need it to win elections. Mm-hmm. They need to go. The Republicans are going to take away, by the way, when you break it down, your rights to kill babies. And people go like, I really need to kill a baby. Let me go vote. <laughs> right. And, and, and when the you same break way it down, Republicans sort of, are soft on immigration because they yeah. need yes. illegal immigrants yep. to always go, oh, he's yeah. damn illegal immigrants. You're like, you've had 30 years to do something. And that, so, yeah. and you could see it, what they did to Trump, what you said earlier, Jesse, what they did to Trump. Trump was like, why isn't McConnell building the wall? I mean, we have the House and the Senate. He's like, this takes time because McConnell's a rhino, because yeah. Franchise's a rhino, because yeah. at the end of the day, if there's an immigration problem, people be, you could run on fixing it, but never fix it. I've noticed, and I've said over and over again, at one time we had a two-party system, but we now have a one-party system because the Republicans, they are doing exactly what the Democrats are doing. They're trying to get more women in office. They're yep. trying to get uh, homosexuals and lesbians in office. They're trying to get black women and men in office, thinking that that's going to make them better. Because they're doing exactly what the uh, the Democrats are doing, where before they they wanted the best qualified person. It didn't mm-hmm. matter the color. Now it's all about the victims now, just as the Democratic Party. Well, that's that's why that's why Clarence Thomas will always be respected more than the new one, whatever her name is, yeah. Brown, because he did it. He got in there because. Not because he was black, right. but because he was the best person. Yeah. His judicial record showed it. I named my new kitten after Clarence she, Thomas. He, yeah, he, he, <laughs> he does. He has a new black cat, and he named it Clarence yes. Thomas. Nice. Yeah, it's, but but then her, she she Biden literally said, we, we, we want a black woman. Yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. that's it. Yeah. And, and, and then it becomes a hollow victory. It's like, so you didn't fight your way through it. You got this because of your race. Like, it's the same thing at Kamala Harris is another one. It's like, what, what an empty okay. shell. Jesus, you know, she might be worse than Biden because Biden has dementia as an excuse (laughs) with the Republicans and like MAGA and even with Trump. That's part of my problem with the the Trump MAGA movement was that they all started courting like every kind of weird circus freak they could just because like like that's the problem with Republicans is they so badly want to be liked and be a Nazi that if you're like a fucking doesn't matter what your track record was before, you could be like a hood rat black guy who shot people in a gang war. But now you're like wearing a MAGA hat and they're like, we love them. Or you could be a trans person that does like you know child drag shows but now you're wearing a MAGA hat and they're like we love them and I'm like what do you do we're just going to take everybody now no matter how little they reflect our values but just as long as they wear the hat and they'll like tweet about Trump so it's like um, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar Jesse with uh, Dave Riley I'm sure you probably know who that is um, I'm trying to remember who he, no, he no, was. Oh, great, great guy, Catholic dude, whatever. But he was doing, he was messing with Charlie Kirk for a while during mm-hmm. those Groyper War things. And he actually, one of the funniest things was they had Rob Smith, who's that gay black actor. Yeah, yeah. And they were up doing a whole thing. And literally, Dave Riley sat there, looked him dead in his eye, and said, How does anal sex help us win the culture war? Yes. <laughs> and it was like, Wow, what a knockout punch question. Because it's like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. it gets to a point where you go, hey, conservatives, what are you conserving at this point? Yeah, <laughs> you basically, low they, taxes. Conservatives, conservatives are liberals with slightly lower taxes. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's what, that's what it is now. But do you think in their mind, they think that they're winning, that we're winning, or they just don't care because it's all about this false idea of power and wealth? They just care about what they're getting. They don't really care that. Republicans, the party has become like a Democratic party. 
I don't think, I think a lot of, I mean, I think there's still a few good ones, but outside of that, I think the majority of the party is run by people like Dan Crenshaw that would rather be on SNL groveling to them than actually doing something that matters. It's run by people like closeted Lindsey Graham. And by the way, sue me, Lindsey, if I'm lying, closeted Lindsey Graham, who's sitting there wanting to start a world war three and, 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 and then, but at the same time you go, Hey, you know, there's homeless people and there's white people dying of fentanyl overdose. Are you going to do something? Yeah. Oh no, 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 Ukraine, Ukraine. So at the end of the day, we are, I, we're a uniparty. I agree with you. I think it's a uniparty party in this country yeah i think that anybody who is not is completely ostracized pushed to the side called the racist a bigot and you're not allowed to live in this society and you know what and the truth of the matter is people get mad at us because you're like why do you have no hope for the country why, why would you i mean nobody's doing anything and anybody who says anything has to be every, the next week announcer exclusively on rumble so because yeah. you get kicked off so do you think we can turn all this around or is it too far down the road now? I think we would need to completely dismantle the FBI. We would need to completely dismantle the CIA. We would need to completely dismantle a lot of stuff. And yeah. I think that we don't have it into us because at the end of the day, and this does break racial barriers. We not everybody, but the majority of us have become weak. We've become lazy and we've become complacent. Yeah. And if they could if they could just start feeding us cake directly in the mouth and not have to work, do you know how many people would raise their hands and do that? Because there's no purpose of meaning. Because why is that? There, you know what? There might be a lot of people working in this country, but it's at an Amazon warehouse where you have to pee in a Gatorade bottle. Is that fulfilling <laughs> life? Yeah, I don't think that I think the only solution is like a like national divorce or balkanization. And once yeah. you do once you do that, then China and Russia is just gonna come in and just beat us into the ground like we 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 need to break up in order to survive but once we break up then we're going to be like three smaller countries and then everybody's just going to come and just kick us around and what's important what's important to you guys um what's important to me well for my family first i mean family's important to me but i i believe in terms of in terms of like this country or in terms of my beliefs i think freedom is the most important thing oh. i think freedom to me is is what makes is what they call it the divine spark right it free will it's what makes a human being a human being being to being being allowed to express yourself being allowed to live your life i think to me that if we just focused on 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 letting people be free and i think if more ideas were out there it wouldn't be so weird to say hey wait a second why do black people do more crimes if that was allowed and maybe people be like hey you know what that's interesting let's look into it and yeah. figure it out yeah. instead of like oh really no paypal for right. you i would say stop being human beings start being humans doing i hate you <laughs> i hate him i hate you just me all the time oh <laughs> uh, do you believe racism exists yeah, against white people. Yeah, well, more so nowadays. <laughs> yeah, against white people. Yeah. I think the most racially discriminated group in this in the planet right now is white people. And white that's men, true. specifically. Yeah, but I, it, think, I, I think racism exists. I don't think the institutional racism that people yeah think exactly exists. Like that, yeah. Racism exists. People hate each other. I think that anybody like I, these misguided fools that think they can set out and eradicate racism. It's like. Everyone's always going to hate people that are slightly different than that. Look, no matter if it's a skin color yes. or an accent or a religion, I might just have a blue shirt on and you have a wrong color shirt. I'll be like, you know what? I don't like the color of his shirt. I don't like this dude. Like people are always going to look at 
strangers and just go, oh, I, I don't care how woke you are. You always drive a little more carefully when there's an Asian woman mm-hmm. driving next to you. And that's 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 <laughs> the truth. So does racism exist? Yes. And I think it's a good thing. And, and I how think, do you define racism? Uh, to, well, I mean, to for how do I define racism? I, I guess, them, yeah. Okay, I guess you go first. Well, I would just say, in in general, just a blanket hatred of any group of people without knowing individual people is kind of like the basis of racism. But I don't think, like, when it comes to, like, like, I think racism in that sense, like, yeah, I just don't like all black people. But it's like, okay, but you also, like, are a mechanic and you live in a double-wide trailer and you're not going to whatever really affect any black people versus, like, to me, it's only harmful if the racism manifests in, like, Oh, I'm not giving this guy a mortgage because he's black. And it's like, well, okay, now you're doing harm to somebody based on racism. Well, so I don't think all racism is harmful, but yeah, it's there. It's just a dude saying, I don't like. I hear you, but if we would have had that attitude about mortgages, we wouldn't have the housing crash in 2006. I'm just saying. That's true. Look at the people who've defaulted. But my point is. A lot of them were also European people. That's true. Well, I know I'm Hispanic, so look, I A lot of over leveraged Cubans in Florida that are like, yeah, I have seven vacation rentals. The housing market will never go down. As a Cuban, I only hate two things. That's racist (laughs) and. As a Cuban, I only only hate two things. That's racist and Puerto Ricans. And. uh, (laughs) I was going to say Dominicans, (laughs) but. Dominicans. So but, if no. race, if they hate, why not call it what it is? Is you either hate or you love? Why call it racism rather than good or evil? Because you if pol- you call you it, what it, it, if you call it what it is, you you can see it for what it is and overcome it. But if you give it a fake name like racism, then you can never overcome that because it doesn't exist. Well. Honestly, I've never thought about it that way, and that's actually brilliant. That is, yeah, because you could use because you know why you could use racism as a slur. Right, it's become a slur. Uh, Most people, most people would rather be called. This is true in this country. I think most people would rather be called the N word than be racist. Because if you're called racist, you can't get a job. Yeah, especially white. But yeah, I would just, be very it, confused if somebody called out, came up to me, and just called me the N word, though. Have you seen? Have, have, have you seen? <laughs> I, would be, I would be going. Have you seen how you live and act? It's true. It's true. I've <laughs> seen that happen though. People, I've seen blacks call white people those names, the N word as well. But yeah. it is, it's, it's. There's no such thing as racism. It's either right or wrong, good or yes. evil. You have people on the side of good, and you have those on the side of evil. It has, and we need to look at it as it is, really is, so we can begin to overcome it. I I have to put you guys on the hot seat. Sure. So, so what I need you to do is answer these questions as quickly as possible. You got Uh-oh. it. The hot seat. Is Joe Biden the worst president you've ever seen? Yes. In my lifetime, yes. Which is better, Star Wars or Star uh, Trek? Star Quantum Trek. Leap. Do, do we need more white babies? Yes. Uh, well, more babies is great. All kinds of babies, I guess. Sure. I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not down with the whole white birth rate thing, but I guess, you know, sure. So do we need more white babies? Why not? <laughs> I'd say yes. Sure. True or false, socialism is worse than slavery. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, I'm gonna go yes. Yeah, yeah. Socialism sucks, but slavery is like literally owning humans. Oh, my answer is what's the difference? <laughs> 
I mean, there's a difference between taking 30% of my paycheck and whipping me and storing me in a shed. At least you get a house. <laughs> the, uh, the, what's the, uh, what's the whole so-called civil rights movement with Martin Luther King and all those guys? Was it real or was it fake? The Malcolm X parts were real. Yeah. They backed the wrong horse on that on that play. I think they they, Ma- they, they, they started the wrong quarterback. Let's put it that way. I think Malcolm X was real. I think MLK was more marketable. Yeah. And so was the civil rights movement a big mistake or was it a good thing? It was Ooh, a mixed bag. Mixed bag. Because before civil rights, there was black-owned businesses and yeah. black-owned communities and black-owned restaurants. So yeah. it depends on who you ask. I had a very good friend of mine who uh, used to be like a Nation of Islam guy. And uh, still to this day, a very good friend of mine. He has a lot of great insights. Mm. And uh, we don't agree on a lot of things, but he was the one that opened my eyes to that. Like, he sat me down one day and was like, like, desegregation was the worst thing that ever happened to us. And he talked about Black Wall Street. And he's like, where do you think black people, like, what bus companies do you think they used? What stores do you think they went into? Black owned. He's like, they're all black black owned. owned." And then what happened? They desegregated. He goes, and who got to keep the businesses? The black guys or the white guys? And I was like, (laughs) wow, I never thought about that. But he's like, dude, we got robbed on that deal. And I was like, wow, I never thought of it that way until he kind of opened my eyes. I got to move a little faster. True or false? If they take away our guns, they take away our freedom. True or false? 100% 100 true, yes. Would you rather see uh, Kanye West? Who would you rather see as president? Kanye West, um, beat Mama Michelle Obama, AOC, Camilla Harris, Hillary Clinton, or Hunter Biden? Kanye West. <sighs> yeah, Kanye West, I guess. Because at least, he, at least he, his it, bipolar disorder worries me a little. He bit, might be bipolar, but, but he's honest, and I, I could, I could deal with crazy and honest instead of instead of not crazy and uh, and, and evil. Did the, um, does the bear shit in the woods? Uh, uh yeah. Does a chicken have lips? Well, I no? mean, no. Chicken heads do. <laughs> DSLs. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever tell people how the cow ate the cabbage? I don't even know what that means. That's a new I one for me. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Did you have fun? A, a blast. A blast. No, <laughs> seriously. So we love you. Well, I appreciate that. And thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you. Tell the folks how to get your podcast, your books, or whatever you're doing. Uh, right now, I would sit with, see when this is coming out. Okay, Rumble. Go to Rumble and search for Revenge of the Sis. Uh, that's the main thing. We, we're on YouTube, but right now we're trying to push everybody to Rumble because it's safer. Uh, we just made a locals over on Rumbles too, on Rumble too, so you could just add us there, Revenge of the Sis. Uh, and you could find, if you, if you prefer just listening on, on like Spotify and everything, just search for Revenge of the Sis, CIS, and you can find all of our stuff there. Amazing. Well, thank you guys for coming on and thank you folks for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget to ring the bell, uh, check out our merch, and remember that the Father State is on locals.com. So click the link in the video to support our work. And thank you so much. Again, guys, thank you all for coming on. Oh, thank, thank you. you, sir. It was amazing. <laughs>